Hello and welcome to the Serve Scale Soar podcast. Oh my gosh, today's episode is so good. It is with one of my members from Serve Scale Soar, Gretchen Wheeler. And y'all, this is an entrepreneurial spotlight episode. So we really broke down her business and she dropped some major value bombs for us. So some of the things that we talked about is how she transitioned from a brick and mortar business to an online service provider how she's not tech savvy, but runs Facebook ads, how she's doubled her income in less than 60 days and is having five figure months, how showing up to live events and building relationships with her clients has been a foundational piece to her success. And what I love most about Gretchen, it's not about the money for her. It's about how many people she can help and how many people she can serve. Gretchen has owned different brick and mortar businesses since she was 21, where her most recent one has been a painting studio that she had for six years. In the spring of 2018, she joined Tribe with Stu McLaren and Tribe is all about starting your own membership. And she met Rachel Miller from Moolah Marketer, and that's where she learned the value of organic traffic and Facebook and Instagram. From there, she began studying Facebook ads and fell in love with the idea of combining organic traffic with ads and started helping others with their ads and membership launches. Now she is a full-time ad strategist and she touches the business of others with not only Facebook ads, but also as a business coach. I am so excited to introduce you to Gresham Wheeler. Welcome to the Serve Scale Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Okay, Serve Scale Store family, I am so excited because today we have Gretchen on the podcast and Gretchen is one of our Serve Scale Store students and I have just loved getting to know her and I've been so fortunate because she's actually one of our members that I've actually got to spend time with, have dinner with and really get to know and that was because we were at the same conference, Tribe Live, and this is why it's so important to show up to conferences because this is when real connections are made. And so Gretchen, I'm so excited you're here. Say hi to everyone and then tell us a little bit about you, who you serve, how you serve them, and just the services you provide. Sure. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me on, Brandy. This is awesome. I do Facebook ads. I do a little bit of social media strategy for people. I really like organic Facebook as well as the ads but the um, ads and the strategy is really what I've been doing lately. It's still pretty recent for me. Awesome. And who do you serve? So I know that you're a little bit niched down. So who do you serve? I do. Um, Ideally, I serve creative businesswomen and I love artists and painters and wreath makers, but it really anyone that's creative. I have some other, you know, that aren't quite the artistic creatives, but um, my clients are all creative in one way or another. I love that. Okay. So tell us not just about what you do now, but tell us a little bit of backstory. How did you get started in the online space? What really inspired you? We just want to know you. Sure. Well, I started when I was 21. I owned my first business and I have always owned a business since then and I'm 49. So it's been a while. And one of the things that I I owned a hair salon originally, 
had a pottery studio. I did house flipping. I did interior decorating. And um, now I own a painting studio. So last year, I decided that I wanted to go online and try out a membership and do a painting membership. So that was my goal last year. And I've always loved marketing. Every business that I've done, I've always done marketing. You know, that's part of it. That's when you own a business, you have to market yourself. So I joined Tribe last year with Stu McLaren, and he talks all about memberships and online memberships. And I started that, and I really liked it. And I got in with a group of other artists because that's what I was doing at the time. And I started working on the painting membership, but at the same time, I found Rachel Miller, and she does all the organic Facebook traffic stuff. And I just fell in love with it. I had no idea. I knew I've always used Facebook for marketing, but I had no idea how many behind the scenes things are going on, how you can retarget people that watch your videos. And um, there was just so many things like that, that it just took off for me. And as I was creating my membership and as I was marketing my membership for Facebook, I also was starting to help my friends in the artist space that we're working in. Because I was like, you know, I tried this and it worked for me. Let's see if it'll work for you. And it really just kind of took off from there. I did open my membership in September of last year. And um, I had 35 members when we first started. And I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Well, then <laughs> around November, I started a couple of my artist friends are like, I need your help of launching. Please help me with the launch. And so I started doing that and it just kind of took off. And I actually do not have much time left to work in the studio and on the membership. The online painting membership that we started, I have since sold. One of my artist friends took that over and I'm pretty much 100% doing Facebook ads and Facebook marketing now and keeping me really busy. <laughs> okay. So I love this about your story because I did not know this about your story, but we hear so many times about people having a service-based business and then moving to courses, moving to memberships. But I love that you totally flipped the switch on that and started with a digital product. And now you are falling in love with being a service provider and your business has taken off. So I think that's such a difference that we don't see in a lot of people. And that's so unique. And so now I didn't tell you, I was going to ask you this question, but now I want to know which one do you think is easier? or less time consuming? Well, my personality, and I know you do Enneagrams a little bit, I'm a three. Whatever it is I'm doing, I give it 110%. And the only thing I've ever done is something that I've loved. So, you know, when I was doing hair, when I owned the pottery studio, when I was flipping houses, I loved every one of them. So for me, that was 100% of it. So nothing has been hard. For me, something would be hard if it was something that I didn't like. Because then, you know, if I was sitting at a job every day doing something I didn't like, it would be hard. The hard thing for me, I think, is slowing down and stepping back, which I know that you've talked about a little bit too. I think it just depends where you are in the season in your life. I've looked down the road and I really want to be able to travel and to take time off and to be able to work from different places. And, you know, this kind of just came to me. And I really feel, I mean, I'm glad that I'm doing it now. I love it. But I didn't choose it. I really think it chose me. <laughs> And, you know, and I tried to fight it in the beginning. I'm like, no, I'm doing the painting membership. I don't have time to help you guys with your launches. And, you know, it's my friends and I wanted to help, but I had no intentions of making this a business. So I think that it's just taken over. And as I've learned more and, and again, to be able to help people, I think is my big thing. That's really been what it's been for me. So at this point, this is definitely the easiest because I enjoy it so much. 
Right. Okay. And maybe I shouldn't have said hard or easy. Which one has been the most profitable or you saw the profit the quickest? <laughs> that makes a difference. Yes. Well, at this point in my life, what I'm doing now with the social media and Facebook ads is definitely more profitable. We've owned our painting studio for about six, actually six years this month. In the beginning, that was crazy profitable and being brick and mortar, you know, that's a whole different type of business that was really in trend right then. We do like the canvas painting on in the studio and wine and painting and, but that's really slowed down. There's a lot of competition now. We're not in a real big town. People can only paint 20 or 30 canvases over six years. So um, as that started to decline some, this has really picked up and taken off. So I think that it was all leading up to me, you know, all the experience I've had with working in a brick and mortar business and dealing with customers and that all relates to the online space as well. So I think it's transitioned really easily. Perfect. And what do you think has been the biggest difference transitioning from brick and mortar to the online space? Like, what do you think has been the biggest transition or the hardest thing for you to like grab? Like, because they're so different, and, yeah. but they're similar in a way as well. Yeah, they really are. And I think that's why it's worked for me. All the techie stuff for me, I do not have a tech brain. And I didn't, again, when I started out in this whole journey, I didn't plan to be doing Facebook ads for anyone. I was kind of just teaching myself. I didn't take any courses. I'm pretty much all self-taught until this point until I have recently started taking some courses. But the tech stuff was really hard for me. And I just, Facebook ads, it's just, it sucks you in. And if you're an ads person, you know, it's addicting and you can't stop. You want to know more. And so that was a challenge for me, but it's so nice now I can go into ads manager and I feel comfortable and I feel confident. And I think because I am more of a creative person to begin with, all my friends are the same way. And I haven't had a client yet that has said, I love tech stuff. You know, I want, I love the tech part. Every one of them is like, I don't want to know about it. I don't understand it. And so me, I, I think that makes me feel really good that I do and that I can say, don't worry about it. I got you covered. I can do it for you. Absolutely. And I love that y'all listen up. We have service providers of all different types listening, but what I love is tech wasn't her strong suit. And now she does Facebook ads, like shut up. Like that's super techie and she's made it work. So the next time that something pops in your brain and you're like, oh, that's not my strength. Maybe it's tech. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's something like you can overcome that for me coming into my business. It was money in a previous business wasn't managed right. So I knew coming into this business, that is something that had to be the number one priority. And because I focused on that, I was able to scale so fast. So when we focus on those things that sometimes aren't our strength and we say, we're going to work at making this better, that's when we soar. And that's exactly what you've done. And I love, I am finding out so much about you but you don't have to be like intuitively no tech to be successful in the online space. And I think that's so important for our listeners because so many people use tech as an excuse for the reason why they're not successful. And you are like the example that that is not the case. So I love that. Okay. So this has Absolutely. been so good. I went off track on you. I'm asking you all these questions you were not <laughs> ready for, but you're doing great. Okay. So tell us how long have you had your online business? So your Facebook ad business. That's a funny one. Um, my friends make fun of me. I was, we have a private group 
on Facebook of my artist friends and I that started Tribe Together. And it started slowly. And then people started to see that my friend's launches were doing well. And people started to ask. And my friends would say, should I tell them about you? And I was like, no, you know, I don't want to do it for other people. <laughs> I'm just kind of helping you guys. But then it got more to the point that I was ready to help people and I felt more confident. I had a couple launches under my belt and I wanted to do it. So I originally started back in November of 2018 in the very beginning, helping people. Probably the beginning of 2019 is when I started taking newer clients, you know, people I didn't know. It's still word of mouth. And then it honestly wasn't until I met you, Brandy, when Brandy is the one that kind of said, you need to have some kind of website or Facebook page or something promoting yourself because I had nothing. People just private message me or email me. So I did learned a ton from Brandy as far as setting up the business, as far as making it a business. I didn't, I still don't have a name. I just call myself Gretchen Wheeler. I don't have any name, but having a website, having a place for people to contact me, um, I feel a lot more professional about it now. A lot of that was me admitting that it was a business. And when I finally said, okay, I'm going to do this, it's just taken off. I mean, that was in, I had a call with Brandy in the end of June. We did an intensive and then I joined the membership in July and got a website within two weeks. My friend did that for me. And I would say within a month to six weeks, I had doubled my monthly of what I was making before that. And, you know, I know you, we talk about money and I was thrilled, even in what I was doing, I was making great money. I felt to begin with, just with what I was doing before I admitted I had a business. So I had said to Brandy, you know, this is great, but anything extra is just extra to me. You know, I'm thrilled with what I'm making now. So to see the small changes that I made and then to have my income change so much, it was really amazing. And, you know, again, my eye was on helping people and I wasn't thinking as much about the money, but it sure has been nice. <laughs> I really appreciated having it because then it gives me more freedom to be able to help other people. Right. And I love that. So many people think that money changes you. And I heard this once and it stuck with me. Money doesn't change people. It amplifies people. And so if you are already in the mindset of giving, more money just helps you give more. And so we've talked about this and money is a block for a lot of people. And the cool thing is, even if that's not your goal to have all this money, which is fine. And it's fine if that is your goal, like either way, it's totally fine. But money does give you the opportunity to help more. And one of the things I love about you, Gretchen, is you're just so willing to help people. And for other people listening, I know we probably have a lot of moms. It's just in your nature to want to help. But we've also chatted about like you can help, but you still need to charge the right prices. And so would you mind chatting about like kind of this mindset of wanting to help but then also discounting your prices. Yeah, that's in the beginning when you're first starting out. Well, and I think all the time, it doesn't matter where you are. Imposter syndrome is such a big thing that we all talk about and we all deal with. And no matter where you are, you always think there's somebody else out there that knows more than you do, somebody else that is better than you are. And, you know, you're not going to charge what they charge because you're not there yet. And I think in the beginning, that's a mistake. And I did start out really low with how I was charging people. But again, for me, it wasn't a business. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to charge you just this, this amount, you know, we're good with it. That was a big thing for me was raising my prices and for realizing that I was worth that amount. And yeah, I've actually gotten to the point that I've kind of had to raise my prices now because of the demand that I've had so many people contacting me, you know, I just, so, and that's hard for me too, because I am a people pleaser and I want to make everybody happy and you know how that goes too, Brandy. So, so that's been an adjustment, but it's, it's been really fun. The other thing I was going to say too, when you were talking about how 
goals and how people, some people really are looking at the money. They're like, you know, I want to make X amount a month. Well, the thing is, if that's really your goal, then you're going to find a way to do it. You know, same with me. My goal is a little bit different. I, the money's great, but my goal was I wanted to master Facebook ads. I wanted to help other people. So even though the tech part was really hard for me, I was willing to do it because I knew what the final outcome would be. And I think that's important. You know, I think you're naturally going to be drawn to certain things. And if making the money is your main priority or a certain amount, then you need to figure out how to do it. And sometimes it's hard. And there are things that sometimes, you know, if you have to let a client go that maybe isn't paying what you want or, you know, to get to the next level, that's something that you really have to think about. So it's been a little bit of a juggling act for me as far as keeping clients, but it's worked out really well. And my clients that I have now because I'm making them a lot of money and the launches are growing, they're realizing that my services are, are worth more too. So it's worked out really well. Right. And I love that so much. Okay. So I want to chat a little bit about Tribe Live because we were there together. And as y'all listen to the Serve Scale Store podcast more and you follow me, one of the big things that I teach inside of Serve Scale Store is all about relationships and how important relationships are to your business and how they are truly the path to success is through relationships that are built authentically. And so this really cool thing happened at Tribe where Gretchen has had these amazing clients and she's built this really amazing relationship with them. And then something awesome happened. And so Gretchen, I'll let you talk about this and how this kind of went about. Cause she didn't know I was going to ask this question, but it was really cool to watch unfold on stage. <laughs> it was really awesome. And we, we knew kind of what was going on, but I didn't really know that I would be called out, which was exciting. But there's about 14 of us that are in a private Facebook group through Tribe. We met through Tribe. We're pretty much all creatives, artists, and myself, and then Christy Wells, who's also in the group in Surf Scale Soar. She does the websites for all these girls, and then I do the Facebook ads and the marketing for them. And they've had really good success. They all have memberships online, and they've really grown. And Stu had called five of them up on stage. It was planned that they were going to go up and talk about their businesses. And the one girl, Heidi, calls me her Facebook angel. And so they were talking about how we were all helping each other. And, you know, Heidi said, I'm her Facebook angel. And Christy said how much she appreciated me. And Stu recognized us and, and had us all stand up. And he actually said my name on stage, which I keep saying, when Stu says your name on stage, your life changes. <laughs> so um, that was really exciting. But it was nice because he was kind of wanting to let everybody know that even though these people are the ones up on stage, there are people behind them that are a big part of what's going on too. And, and I think that's what as online service providers, sometimes people forget that, you know, we are a huge important part of our clients' lives and of, of their businesses. And, you know, we take a lot of pride in that. And I think it really is important to realize that they are up there partly because of you and what you're doing. And that was really exciting. So after that, I've had more discovery calls. <laughs> I've had more private messages. You know, we came back from Toronto and I was kind of overwhelmed. And this month, September, I literally have 12 launches scheduled. A lot of my clients are launching, opening their cart this month. So it's been a little crazy, but it's been so fun. And again, I love it. So I don't need sleep. <laughs> I can get it all done. You do need sleep. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit too in there. <laughs> but I think a lot of us struggle with that as well. So you're not alone in that. And Y'all, this is why it's so important you build those relationships, but then you show up to live events. I cannot stress that enough. Absolutely. And uh, one of the things that I've loved is that money is not 
You've said it multiple times. Money is not a factor in why you have your business. And I will share, it is 100% a factor of why I started my business. And the cool thing though, as we talk about this, because this conversation went in a little bit of different direction than I thought it was going to go. And I love the way that it went is that when I started my business, it was to put food on our table. Like my family just needed the extra money. And now it's grown into something where we can vacation whenever we want and everything. But at Tribe Live, I was really called after listening to the Village Impact and the message behind that and made a donation that a year ago, two years ago, like the donation that we made, I would have never in a million years thought would have been something that I could just be a no brainer and be like, yes, of course I'll write this check. Like this is not a big deal. And that's the impact that your business can have. And even if you go in needing it for the money, that's okay. Like I needed the money. And now once the money comes, then you can have such a greater impact that you never thought you could have, which is a really fun place to be in. So just know that like you're listening to Gretchen. I know some of you are listening like, oh, but I need the money. I needed the money as well. well don't get me wrong. <laughs> I <Yeah>. need money. <laughs> the money but, is nice. Yeah. I wasn't looking at a certain dollar amount that I had to have. Right. And I love that about you. Okay. So tell us what has been the biggest challenge in your business and how did you overcome it? I think one of the biggest challenges for me, which is different for me, is that I really enjoy being home. Like where you see me sitting now, this is my office. I sit on the couch all day. I'm on my laptop. And, and there are some days I'm working 12, 14 hours. So that's, and working for me is sitting here, you know, a lot of times my husband works, my kids are grown, so I'm here on my own. And that's different for me. I'm used to being around people. Like I said, I'm a people person, the three Enneagram. So that's been an adjustment, but I've enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed having a little bit of silence and quiet and getting used to working on my own. Other than that, I would say that's probably about it. I have a hard time. One thing that's kind of funny is like today, to come on for the podcast or to do discovery calls. I've gotten to the point where a lot of times I'm in comfy clothes and my hair is up and I don't have makeup on. And so that's been an adjustment. You know, I went from having to go to a job every day or every other day and show up at the studio and having to look professional to being able to sit around in comfy clothes all the time, which is a huge advantage. For me, I get so much more done when I don't have to worry about how I look and showing up, presenting myself, you know, just to get in on the computer and get work done. So I love that. It's been different. Mm -hmm. I love that because so many people say like, oh, you should still get up in the morning and get dressed and do your hair and makeup and you'll be more productive. And I'm like, eh, I get a lot done with my messy bun and my mom <laughs> clothes too. on. <laughs> so that's the cool thing about this business is that you do what works for you and you don't yeah. have to do what other people are telling you makes them successful. So, okay. I have a few more questions for you, but my next one is what's been your biggest win in your business? I would say... I've had a couple really good launches. I actually, we just closed cart on my first launch for the month and I was just tallying it up and we were close to $30,000 for her launch. She had 145 new people for a 197 course. I'll be honest and not that I'm not a money person, but that's not always the first thing that I think of with my clients. You know, we're looking at more, you have this many members and you know, when I really take the time and figure out how much money they made, I'm like, that's awesome. So for me, that's really been, you know, to have launches where, the girls are getting the numbers that they're getting. Um, the one girl that has a painting membership right now, she has 500 members that I have helped her 
get, you know, she had some to begin with, but with the ads and with the marketing, it's definitely grown. Her Facebook page is also ready to hit a hundred thousand followers. And that's really exciting for us. When I had started with her back at the beginning of the year, I think we were around 40,000 followers. We've come a long way in a short amount of time. So that's been really exciting too. That's incredible. That's incredible. And Gretchen's not going to tell you all this, but I'm going to brag on her for a minute. And (laughs) Gretchen has more than doubled her income and is now having consistent five figure months, which is super exciting. And I know money is not a driving factor for her, but that is just inspiring, like just all around inspiring from having local business to not being tech savvy to now having five figure months. And that is definitely something to be proud of. So I'm extremely proud of you, Gretchen. Thank you. And it's doable. You know, that's the thing I want to tell everybody is if that's your goal and if you enjoy it, then you can do it. You know, that's all there is to it. It's going to take some people six months. It's going to take other people a couple of years, but don't give up. It's amazing. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So we're going to do some rapid fire questions. So the first thing that comes to mind, that's just how you answer it. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. So what's the favorite part of your business? Um, having my own schedule, being able to sleep in, I'm a night owl, so I'll be up until two o'clock in the morning working, but I don't have to get up till nine or so. (laughs) So that's, that's definitely my schedules. Yeah. I'm the same way. I love that. Okay. So Mm -hmm. what is your favorite software or tool that you can't live without? Uh, this one's because of you, uh, Dubsado has been a lifesaver for me. It has completely, it's made me feel professional. I'm able to hand, you know, have proposals and contracts. I never had contracts until just recently. So, and I I kept hearing I needed to, but it wasn't until Brandy introduced me to Dubsado that it made it able to do. Yes. I have a love affair with Dubsado and we talk a lot about Dubsado in the episode four tools I tracked. I use scaling to six figures and we'll link that episode in the show notes, but that one's all about Dubsado. So I love that. Okay. So rapid question number three is what has been the best conference you've ever attended virtual or live? Tribe Live. That's an easy one. Yeah, we went, I went last year when I joined Tribe in Toronto and then we went again this year and it is just the most, and I'm sure you've been to a lot of business conferences, but it's different, isn't it? I mean, it's definitely a unique conference. Yeah. Tons of fun. It's in Canada. (laughs) Canada is way prettier than I thought it was going to be. So I can't wait to go back. Yeah. Definitely a good one. Okay. So number four, tell me the best piece of business advice you've ever received. Um, This one is way back from when um, there was a short time when I was flipping houses and I got into interior decorating and one of my mentors had told me, fake it till you make it. And I don't mean like the way she meant it. It's not like um, that Leonardo DiCaprio movie, Catch Me If You Can, where you're like pretending that you're something you're not. But we all are pretending a little bit because we don't have as much confidence in ourselves as we should. And we need to fake that confidence and keep going and moving and growing more. And um, that's really been it for me. You know, I mean, you have to just fake it, fake that you're confident and it will follow. Perfect. And then I have one last question for you because you are a member of Service Scale. So what is your favorite thing about the membership? Uh, you are. <laughs> I did not tell her to say that. At she did not say that. Uh, no, Brandy, I just found Brandy at a good point in my life and she's really helped me a lot, but the community, I think the community is really, you know, and even when we get on the calls, there's really the people are there. Look at me cheering up. (laughs) She didn't know I was going to do this either, but getting on the calls and the different chats and just 
as soon as somebody asks a question, even if Brandy, and Brandy, you're pretty much always on it, but even if you're not able to be on it right away, um, somebody else has an idea or somebody else has an opinion or somebody else is helpful. Um, it's really nice. And I think also we realize that there's enough jobs for everybody to go around. So people have no problem. You know, it's definitely community over competition. And it's really nice to see the girls recommending people for other jobs or giving their input for different things. It's, it's really been cool to see. Yeah. And when I started my membership, I wanted something that was community driven, which is why I chose a membership instead of a course. And I never in a million years would have thought that it would have become what it is today and how the community supports one another and how they have just stepped up and they love each other. And I love that. And it's been, I don't know how it's happened, but it's just been so incredible to watch. So I'm so glad that you also feel that way. I really think there's a need for it, you know, and I'm in other free groups that are online business professionals and they're all kind of fighting to get to the top and they're all trying to throw their names out there. And, but then there's also that underlying sense. There's not really as much of a community as we have in ours. And I think that we're all on the same page and we're all there for the same reason, you know, in surf scale. Solar, we're not trying to compete with each other and we're not trying to one up each other. And it's been really nice. I love that. I love that. Thank you for those words. And I did not tell her to say that, but I'm <laughs> she so didn't. <laughs> So Gretchen, tell the listeners where they can find you if they want to connect with you. Well, I do have a website now. That's my first official thing. So it's Gretchen Wheeler 101 and Facebook. I'm always on Facebook. Okay, perfect. Just as myself. <laughs> perfect. And we'll make sure to link those in the show notes for everyone. So thank you so much for being on here. And I know my listeners will be reaching out. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Y'all, that was such a good episode. Oh my gosh. Gretchen shared with us so many tips, so many tools, and such an inspirational story on how you can overcome the tech overwhelm, how you don't have to know what you're doing in the online space, and how you don't need a website. You don't need any of these things. You just got to get started. And from there, then you can start taking your business serious. And once you do that, magic happens and those five figure months come. So if you would like to meet Gretchen, go on and head over to her website at GretchenWheeler101.com. But you can also meet her inside of SurfScaleSore. And so head to SurfScaleSore.com forward slash 10K to watch my free training where I break down exactly how to scale your business to consistent five figure months without hiring a team. And then hopefully we'll see you inside of Surf Scale Soar where you can meet Gretchen. Thanks. And this week, go out, serve your clients, scale your business and soar into that six figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Surf Scale Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.